Hi, everyone. I am super excited for you to join this Next Now podcast episode because I'm going to be talking about my new book, uh, Super Crucial Human. Really excited about it. The four areas that I talk about that we need to build in order to be better humans include compassion, creativity, collaboration, and conscious communication. And the reason those four areas are so important is when we look at how uh, leaders behaved or workers behaved pre-pandemic, we sort of had what I would call foundational skills. A lot of us have communication skills. A lot of us understand personalities. A lot of us know how to communicate. However, as soon as the pandemic hit and the reality of virtual communication and the reality of hybrid workplace communication, everybody started to see that there were cracks in the pavement in how we were connecting and communicating with each other. In other words, a lot of people tried to overlay how they've communicated in the past when everybody was in person into a virtual context, which just doesn't work because when you're in a virtual uh, communication, when you're watching someone on video or when you're having a conversation with them virtually, you have to expend a little bit extra skill in discerning body language, in intuiting whether, you know, there's a moment for some levity or is this a moment to ask, you know, something, talk about something personal to be able to onboard and train virtually requires a new ability to, to navigate nuance, the ability to have a team meeting and be able to navigate people. So communication, conscious communication is really elevated communication. And what I like to say is in the past, we used to communicate so primarily with our head intellectually. So we would look at everything through the lens of, you know, well, he or she said that. And so I'm going to take them literally versus now when we look at conscious communication, there's a lot of ambiguity and there's a lot of nuance that we have to be able to navigate and read into. So in the book, I talk about the difference between head thinking, which is and head communication, which is primarily intellectual, and the difference between that and head heart thinking. So integrated thinking, and that's conscious communication. So when we talk about head heart communication, what that means is, yes, we've got our IQ, we've got our intellect, we've got our logic and our rationale and all those things that help us, you know, discern our world. Heart thinking is a little bit more difficult because it requires us to be present with our own emotions but then also be present with other people's emotions. It's not comfortable for a lot of people because it means we have to slow down a little bit. It also means we have to get into sort of a psychological space in our mind of looking for what's not being said. So conscious communication is something that requires that head heart and heart is really the emotional intelligence piece. It's that EQ piece. So when we say heart, it's what am I feeling right now would be a question we'd ask ourselves while communicating with someone virtually or in person. Or we might be asking ourselves, why am I reacting right now? Or, or why am I feeling defensive? Or how come this person's triggering me right now? That's heart thinking. Intellectual, we go right into blame. So we're, when we're in head thinking, we go right into what's wrong with that person? Don't they understand? I've said this a hundred times. So we go into that blame game which then shuts down communication. And as you know, communication wires get crossed when it's email, when it's text, when it's virtual, because we're not in that human-to-human in-person space where we have a little bit more receptors to be able to, intu- to intuit that, that emotional piece. So an example of that would be, let's say 
you know, in your work right now, there's somebody who has said or done something that's really triggered you. And right away you went into defense, you went into that reactionary mode and right away you went into, you know, what's wrong with him or her? Um, Don't they know? How come they don't know? And we can go into judgment. And then all of that, all of that judgment behavior on either person's side stops the communication and actually hinders any progress that we want to make. Um, As always, I'm very transparent. I always share personal stories around the very thing I talk about because I too am on the path of becoming a better human. And of course, since I wrote this book, everything I've written about, I'm getting practice at. (laughs) It's just the way it goes. So just recently, I had two different scenarios where um, I could feel myself getting really reactive. One of them involved uh, a person who um, isn't that very, is not very technologically adept. And uh, I was in a, I'm an entrepreneur and I was asking questions about something that required um, a baseline technology knowledge. And so this person came back at me to say, we can't do that because of this, this, and this. And, and I said, well, it's 2022. Uh, snail mail doesn't quite cut it anymore. <laughs> Um, there are, there are technologies that can help with this. And this person's email response, didn't say it that way. I, I kind of responded and this was by email, by the way. So then this person responded with a trigger saying, well, I don't know how to do that. So I had two choices in that moment, right? Number one, I could have made it their problem. I could have said, you know what? You need to figure this out. You know, again, it's 2022. And I could have been very impatient. But right away, I went to what I teach with the integrated thinking. And I said to myself, oh, this person It's really not about my request. It's about they truly cannot navigate the technology. So what I did is I emailed back and said, can we hop on a call tomorrow and let's sort this through verbally? Because it's just, I feel like we're we're, we're not getting anywhere with trying to sort this out through email. That person agreed. I suggested we meet by Zoom. That person's response was, I'm not good at Zoom. So that then told me again, that person's level of, um, uh, that person's level of comfort with the technology. And so I then built that heart piece of compassion. Okay. Yes. My intellect says, come on now, don't people, shouldn't they know basic technology in order to navigate the business world today? The answer is yes. However, in this case, we both were working together on a project. It was important that I had a good working relationship with this person and I was going to take the high road. So I had compassion for two things. Number one, she wasn't familiar with the technology. And number two, no one had taken the time to walk her through the technology. And so in an in, in event, what that did is make her made her feel embarrassed and ashamed. So when we got on the call, she said, I don't know how to work video on Zoom. I said, no problem. Let's just leave it at audio. And I turned off my video. And while we're having our audio dialogue, I'm explaining to her how to navigate the thing that I was sharing with her. And she went from defensive to curious. So rather than defend how she always did it, she instead went to, oh, tell me more about how that can be done. And I walked her through the steps. And then there was another piece that could be done electronically. And I said, and and with this, you can do this, this, and this. So by the end of the call, she was happier. I had given her steps to take to help, and we had solved the issue that we had between us. Now, I know you might be thinking, oh, my gosh, that, but think about how much time that took you, Cheryl. Took you extra time and effort on your part. Yes, and the biggest question when we're, when we're talking about conscious communication that we have to ask ourselves is, how important is the relationship to me? In this case, this person is a project partner in parts of the business that we work in. It's very important to me. 
So I could either get irritated and brush it aside, which would be intellect, head, heart, make it their problem. Rather, instead, what I've done is gone, how do we elevate this? Okay. Now, by the end of that meeting, two things happen. She feels better. I feel better. And the relationship moves forward with more freedom. The next day, a very similar situation with someone else where I asked a question about something and said, can we do it this way? Oh, no, we don't do it that way. We do it this way. Snail mail again. And I went, oh, interesting. Okay. So this time again, I called the person and said, can we talk this through? We did. We sorted it. This person is very much a control personality, which was very adamant that the way she was doing it was the only way to do it. I suggested to her a couple of things that had changed that she may not have been aware of. And by the end, we were able to sort through how it was going to be different moving forward. The whole point with conscious communication is I'm taking responsibility for how I'm communicating. We still get triggered, by the way, and we still get irritated and we still have people that don't get it. But at the end of the day, if I go back with head thinking only or head communication only, I'm not creating any movement forward. I'm creating that impasse that I've talked about before with reactionary behavior. Let me just pause here for a moment and just have you think about a a situation you've had in the last few weeks where same thing, you had an interaction with someone and you were irritated by the situation or by their lack of knowledge or whatever it is. And maybe take a few moments to think about how you could have approached it in a different way that required conscious communication. Now, in my book, I talk about the different elements of conscious communication. That book's going to be available soon. Uh, Probably by the time this podcast airs, it's available. It'll be available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, where all books are sold. But I break through the different components, such as emotional intelligence, such as these other pieces, uh, multiple perspectives, the ability to put yourself in someone else's shoes, greater compassion and empathy, all of those elements. So in this particular podcast, you know, I focused on the conscious communication piece of the new book. I opened the book with love and I talked about how love is an important piece of moving forward. Jack Ma, uh, the founder of Alibaba in Asia, he actually calls it LQ, love quotient. And he said the biggest skill that everyone needs to develop in 2020 and beyond is LQ, love quotient. So we've got IQ, we've got EQ, and now we've got LQ. And love quotient um, is not, you know, being able to, um, you know, just be, be soft and let and, and, you know, peace, love and everybody's kumbaya. That's not what love quotient means. You actually can have high love quotient and you're very good at what we would call tough love or having crucial conversations or having the courage to bring up something that you know might be sensitive or create a confrontation, but you're willing to do it because you care about the other person, you care about the relationship. So there's a whole area of learning that we're all entering here in this post-pandemic era where love quotient, and if we look at love as an action, in other words, not as a concept and not as a romantic notion only, but we look at it as what does it mean to love my neighbor? What does it mean to love in action uh, while holding boundaries? And by the way, you know, when people say, well, I do love, and I've ended up with compassion fatigue. Yes, that's because the first person we need to love is ourselves. We need to have great, great love and respect and attention to our own well-being and to our boundaries before we can show that love to others in a way that's powerful and um, is, is experienced as something positive by both parties. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I was with a coach client. Uh, she's based in the U.S. And um, we, she and I were talking and I was sharing this concept with her. And she said, well, 
yeah, you know, the problem with me is I love everyone so much that I just want to do everything for them. And then I get resentful because people aren't doing anything for me back. And I said, yes. And that's an example of not having those personal boundaries. So, you know, we can, we can go in that pendulum swing of being too intellectually minded. Therefore we come across as cold hearted or not having any sensitivity. And by the way, if that's your style of leadership, there's no hope for you to engage and retain your workers now and beyond because people are looking for people to have the ability to connect human to human. The other side of the pendulum is you care so much that you become so empathetic that you take on other people's issues, you take on their problems. And that's not what we're talking about here either, because what that means is you're actually make your debt it's a detriment to your own well-being, your own health. And so where we want to meet is in the middle, in that place of conscious communication where we're taking care of ourselves, we're filling our cups, whether that's through meditation or mindfulness or nature bathing or any of those things that fills and rejuvenates ourselves. When we spend time with that, how many times have you noticed that you have more patience with others, that you have more bandwidth with challenges and problems, that you get less triggered? So that's the key to LQ is that we support ourselves so highly that we can give to others without feeling depleted. And this is a key co a component of being a leader. And remember, I've said many times before, everyone is a leader in the future of work because we're influencing everybody all the time with our behavior. So really today's podcast, I wanted to focus specifically on the conscious communication piece of the super crucial human book. Um, the, the book is also on our website, nextmapping.com. I really encourage you to check it out. It's a built-in exercise book with actual concepts. And we're also going to be providing a micro learning course that goes along with the book where you can sign up on our uh, technology app, our micro, micro learning app, and then you'll get push notifications of things to think about on a micro level, as you're learning how to become a better human with these areas that I've outlined in the book. So I'm really like stoked and excited about the book. Um, our clients are very excited about it. I think the fact that I started writing it in 2019 and then paused it during the pandemic and then revived it in the winter of 2021, and now it's ready to uh, be made available to everyone. It took me a long time to uh, really em embody what I was writing about for myself before I was able to say, okay, yes, I can, I can send this out and make it available to others. So uh, I encourage you to uh, check it out and to look at the videos that we have on YouTube that are complimentary and all the other resources that we have on our website as well. Thanks for joining today's podcast. I would love to hear from you. Uh, find me on LinkedIn, follow me on Twitter, email me, Cheryl at nextmapping.com. Have a great rest of the day. All the best.